0: Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm your non-diet dietitian, trainer, and host Katie, and this is episode 252. Now, we love to talk about sleep. Many of my clients are overachievers. They wanna, they're just like you. They wanna get everything done in a short amount of time, and a lot of times when we are go, 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 we are that type of personality, self-care, tends to go to the bottom of the of the priority list. And sleep is one of those. So I thought we had a couple episodes earlier this month about sleep. And I thought, wouldn't it be really beneficial to you if you understood the connection between sleep and your hunger? So before we get into it, I just want to remind you, we do have a free private community. Just go to The link in the show notes, that is where we continue these conversations. If you have further questions, I want you to ask them because this is what it's all about is creating that space where we can have deep and meaningful conversations or just get smarter, get stronger, get happier, whatever it looks like to you when we let go of the diet mentality, when we let go of body image concerns and all the insecurities that we have when it comes to food guilt and body shame. And we can have that confidence in ourselves. It allows us to, and part of that's letting go of diet culture, more on that in the master class. If you haven't checked that out, be sure to watch that. The link is in the show notes as well. But when we're able to let go of those things, we can start to learn about nutrition, about our bodies, about really science and data and facts in a way that is neutral, that doesn't feel like you're going to turn it into a f- twisted food rule and it's going to have control over you. You get to take it as data, as fact. You can take what you want, leave what you don't, and you get to really use it as a tool, just another tool in your toolbox when it comes to making decisions around food. All right, on to the show. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. Okay, we're talking about sleep and I don't know when you're listening to this, but let's just start by resetting our energy, resetting our posture. Stand up, sit up a little bit taller, roll your shoulders down and back, sit up nice and tall and just take a big deep breath in through the nose, out through the mouth. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, we talked about breath work. Maybe you practice some of those techniques, give you a little more energy. But today we're talking about sleep specifically as it relates to hunger. So before we can do that, we have to understand what are the hunger hormones. And the first one I want to talk about is leptin. So leptin is a hunger hormone that tells your brain that you're full. People actually have different levels of sensitivity to leptin, which can influence how they experience fullness. And this is also influenced by genetics. Obviously, there's a lot of different things that go into energy needs and how much food you actually need. But I don't think a lot of people understand that there is also this hormonal component. So even if, hypothetically, there's two, we'll use You know, women, as an example, two females who are around the same age, same height, same weight, same activity level, they still may have different sensitivity levels to leptin, which means, you know, a five on the hunger scale to one might be different than a five to the other. So leptin, think leptin tells me that I'm full, tells me that I'm satisfied. Then there's ghrelin. I like to think of ghrelin as like a little gremlin. It's angry because this is the hormone that tells your brain that you're hungry and it's triggered when your stomach is empty. Now ghrelin is actually the highest before meals and lowest after meals, which makes sense, right? People also produce different amounts of ghrelin and have different levels of the sensitivity to this hormone as well. Now, when we're restricting calories, or maybe you remember in the past if you've ever been on a diet where you've been intentionally restricting what you are going to eat, this actually increases ghrelin levels, making you more hungry, which is one of the many reasons why diets don't work. It's a biological mechanism that your body, your internal hormones are trying to get your attention to tell you, hey, I need to eat. Why are you starving me? As I said, there's a lot of different factors that impact the regulation of these hormones, leptin and ghrelin. There's sleep, exercise, history of your weight changes, the frequency in which you're eating meals, and again, this is why it's so important to think about all different areas of your health, not just what you're eating. There is some research I just wanted to share a few facts about sleep and hunger. And 40% of people are actually sleeping less than the recommended amount of at least seven hours a day. Again, if you want to learn more about sleep and melatonin and all that good stuff, go check out episode... Let me tell you, what episode was it? I feel like it was forever ago, but it really wasn't. Episode 249 with Dr. Weiss. That was super interesting. If you have not listened please go back and listen to that. But we've also done quite a few episodes about sleep. So again, won't go too far into it, but just know that it is freaking important is is the takeaway there. So most, I shouldn't say most, almost half of people from this research that, that was pulled are not sleeping enough. And when we get these short sleep durations it's often correlated with increases in ghrelin or that hunger and a decrease in leptin. So naturally that can lead to overeating. I've been traveling a lot for my new job and wow, sleep has been a little chaotic. And so I've really been trying to be mindful and give myself grace, recognizing that hunger and fullness cues, number one, are naturally gonna be out of whack for me during this time. But number two, I still need to nourish my body regardless of the time because I still need to eat, right? Regardless of what my body's telling me, that's where that practical hunger comes in to remind you and you just can use your brain and there's not really emotion attached to it. You just recognize, okay, I need to eat. This is what's happening in my body and you can make a, a decision that feels right to you and that is supporting you towards just feeling your best. And the last point I want to talk about today is sleep and metabolism. Now, gastric emptying, think you eat a meal, it goes in your stomach, goes through the digestive process, and then your body has to get rid of it, right? Now, this is actually slower when you sleep. And this can be a problem for if you've heard of GERD or reflux, but the motility is still more consistent. So di- The point is digestion, it's still happening. Even though it's slower, your body is still digesting. So if you are somebody who does struggle with reflux or really uncomfortable feelings either at night or in the morning when you wake up, you might consider eating bigger meals at least two to three hours before sleep to help move the food out of the stomach before you go to bed. There's this myth that you can't eat after seven, can't eat after eight. I don't know, like who makes up it's a new hour, every whoever you talk to. And there is some truth to that if you have reflux. But if you don't, it might just be a comfort thing and a personal preference. So play around with your mealtime, see if it makes a difference you know, especially if you do have reflux, you might consider working with a dietitian. But typically, you know, having a snack before bed or something like that is okay, because it's got a smaller volume, and it's not going to give you as many issues. So one big takeaway I want you to take away from this short little mini education, I want you to be smarter, know more about your body is, can you try to just get at least seven hours of sleep? Can you try to just get a good amount of sleep. Maybe, I don't know, I'm still convinced that I want to buy that aura ring. Have you guys seen that? I'm obsessed with it and I don't have it, but I want it because it tracks your sleep, your recovery. It's kind of like a whoop band or a whoop, I don't know, whoop, whatever. You've seen those, but the ring is cooler because I actually, my wedding, wedding band, what your engagement band is the, I don't know, whatever. Mine is already getting all scratched up from working in the gyms and holding on to dumbbells and barbells and things like that. So I'm wondering if I should get an aura ring as my ring that I wear most of the time because I don't always wear my diamond because I can't have nice things. Like Taylor said, I lose them. I just, I, I just don't. So try to get some sleep. That's going to help you have balanced hormones, regular hunger fullness cues. So if you're new on your intuitive eating journey, and you're still trying to navigate those hunger fullness cues, and it feels like, oh my gosh, why can't I figure this out? Check your sleep. That might be a really good place to start. All right, team, we're going to put some links in the show notes. If you want to learn more Uh, But I hope you got some good takeaways from this quick little mini episode. As always, subscribe, leave us a review, let us know what you think, and we'll see you on the private page. Have a great rest of your week, team. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.